Echoes from God's Word on Echoes of Holiness Radio. The camp meeting, so appreciate all that God has done for us, how He has helped us over and over again. And He wonderful. Amen. Just feel that presence of God in the house tonight. Amen. I wish you'd just follow the Lord. And that's what we're longing for in this meeting, is the Lord to lead us. Amen. There's something in a man that if you're called of God to preach that you, you, uh, you want to at times. And uh, there's, that's, that's wonderful. It should be like that, I think. But there's something in my heart understanding that it's God that gives the increase. Amen. And that's what we're looking for in this service. Amen. I wonder, I wonder what the best... I was thinking about it yesterday. I wonder what the best, what's the best service of camp meeting? Amen. What's the best service of camp meeting? I asked Brother Bill that tonight when he came in. What's the best service? What was the best service last year? He said, Monday night. And I told him the best service of camp meeting is the service you get something in. Amen. That's the best service. The best service is a service you turn loose and obey God and let Him bring you out of the place you're in. That's the best service. Amen. I love it when, when it gets high and, and, and it may be there tonight, it may be there tomorrow night, some other night. But I want to tell you, amen, what the best service in my life has been is in places where I was willing, got in that place, and let the Lord do a work in my life. Amen. I appreciate everyone. I appreciate the board. appreciate you being here and uh, just looking for the Lord to move for us. I do need the help of the Lord. I do not pretend that I am not nervous tonight. Amen. But the Lord is here and I feel better about that. Amen. I want to begin reading tonight in Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5. Verse number eight, about probably eight or nine years ago, I felt God move in my heart with this word, and I have thought that I would have preached it by now, and I felt the Lord deal with me that it was for a special time and a special place, and I'd come and ask him, is it now? Many, many times, but I felt as getting ready for the meeting and praying and seeking the Lord. I felt like this is where the Lord wanted me to start. This is for tonight. I have not preached this uh, since the Lord gave it to me. But I feel like we're here tonight and God knows exactly where we're at. And trust he'll just help me to deliver it as he'd want it delivered tonight. First Thessalonians chapter number 5 verse number 8. The Bible said, But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and of love. And for an helmet, the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you, and are over you in the Lord, and admonish you. And to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, 
and to be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good both among yourselves and to all men. I want to go into Ephesians chapter number 6. The Bible is telling us here, and he's going to repeat a little bit of this, but he's talking to us about the warfare. He tells us that we are in this place. We are, uh, I don't guess anyone is, is surprised by the thought that I would tell you you have an adversary that don't aim for you to go to heaven. Amen. I don't guess I'd surprise you by telling you tonight there is an adversary, there's a principality that does not aim for this meeting to go anywhere. Amen. That's, that's just, that's common knowledge. Amen. I, I told uh, some I've got, and you know, I know you've been praying that you that know I've got situations at home that I left that, you know, just uneasy that I don't know how it's going to turn out. I may have to leave and go home, preach a funeral. I don't know how that's all going to turn out. Things are uh, just in those places and, and I, the, all those thoughts in your mind of, of, you know, are you doing the right thing and, and uh, second guessing yourself. But I know what I felt. Amen. And I understand that I believe that I am wrestling with an adversary that does not want me to be here. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So I am, we are very well aware tonight. I don't, I don't give him glory. He's just doing what he always has done and what he will always do until he is, his power is taken away. Amen. But he told us that we should be prepared and that in this time that we would be comfort yourselves together and to edify one another. He said, even as you do, that's what we're doing here. Amen. He said, to know them that labor among you. And, and, and I'm not a Bible scholar, but I think sometimes it, this has a twofold meaning. I think we need to know those who you know, are laboring among us as far as in the sense of not let just anybody come in and labor, but I believe it's talking in another area also about that, that communicating with them and that respect for them and that, that, that care for them and knowing them in, in that time, in that place of fellowship. And send them be at peace, to esteem them very highly for their work's sake, to be at peace among yourselves. Warn them that are unruly and comfort the feeble-minded Support the weak, be patient toward all men. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, <clears throat> but ever follow that which is good. Ephesians chapter number 6, verse number 10. And the Bible said, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Amen. And that's where we're at tonight. We are not wrestling against flesh and blood, amen, but principalities, amen, and powers. Amen. That's where the wrestle is. I want to go to 1 Kings chapter number 2. Amen. I want to try to preach for the, I've been a sound person before, or tried to be a sound person, so I understand you need a title if you're recording. 
And I'd like to preach tonight on the peril of personifying the principality. And here in, in 1 Kings chapter number 2, verse number 5, we read about a man named Joab, and David is giving instruction concerning him. And he tells, I believe it's Solomon, he is, he is speaking to in this setting. He said, Moreover, thou knowest also that what Joab, the son of Zeruah, did to me, and what he did to the two captains of the host of Israel, unto Abner, the son of Ner, and unto Amasa, the son of Jether, whom he slew and shed the blood of war in peace and put the blood of war upon his girdle that was about his loins and his shoes and in his shoes that were on his feet. Amen. And there is such a sad story as you can read, and I won't take the time tonight to read about all of this, about Abner, amen, the uncle to Saul that was captain of his host, and how that it was that he went with, was it Saul's other son, Ishabeth, that uh, as he tried to make him king in the room of David, and there was some conflict there, amen. And as we look at this, we understand, and, and you know, there's, uh, you know, as a lot of thoughts that come into your mind as you're up here and you don't want to be taken wrong, and I don't think you will. I'm among friend tonight, friends tonight. Amen. We are living in a time when men are in the, in the uh, name of inclusivity. They are overlooking sin. Amen. That's not what I'm preaching about tonight. We're living in a time when men say, are calling compromise, compassion, amen. But that's not what I'm talking about tonight, amen. I think you know, if you know me very well, you know how I preach and how I feel, and I, I'm not afraid, amen, to call out sin. Hallelujah. And we are living in a time of compromise and, and, and that's, we could talk a lot about that and, and it bothers me, it stirs my heart. Amen. We are in a time when a lot of things are going on and we are wrestling principalities as trying to change and take away this that we have cherished so dearly. We are wrestling principalities that are real, that's trying to creep in among us and to change our worship and to change who we are and change the, the way we live and to change the fellowship. And, and I believe that the Bible said that people would curse them man that withholds his sword from blood. Amen. There is something about it. Amen. We are in, it is a battlefield, brother. It's not a recreation room. We are in a true fight for the very soul and life of our fellowship, of our boys and our girls, of our children. And we are in a great battle tonight. But oh, I want to come and preach to you this little thought God moved on my heart some years ago to preach to us. Amen. That there is a peril or a danger into making it a person. We are not here tonight, brother and sister, wrestling against flesh and blood, but we are wrestling against principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness. I want to tell you how the devil destroys churches. He destroys churches when men begin making a personal situation. When men quit fighting the principality and it becomes the person. Amen. Amen. 
And I'm not pre. I think I'm under that stigma that in my mind. You feel like you gotta clarify this. You understand? Amen. There's sin. Need to stop at the altar. Amen. There's places I don't go. Amen. There's fellowships I don't go among. Amen. I unashamedly tell you that. Amen. I'm not here advocating us open the doors to all kinds of stuff, just trying to, as the, the world's saying, why don't all God's children just get along? It's because they're not all God's children. Amen. There is a difference between the holy and the profane. But oh, I want to tell us, I need to just move on tonight. I think you understand that. We need to understand we are wrestling a principality that would like to divide us asunder. And brother and sister, when we don't understand the, the wile of the devil, we don't understand the danger of getting in the place where it becomes a personal conflict. This problem with, with Joab, the reason that Abner died was not because Abner had been the, the uncle of Saul it was not because Abner had led a rebellion against David that's not why Joab slew Abner Amen. that's not why Abner died Amen. at this point you Bible readers know at this point Abner had you know through situations wanting his, his Saul's concubine all that he had turned and brought the kingdom back to David he had came to Hebron where David was which was a city of refuge he had came in peace he had came to deliver the kingdom over to David and David made him a feast and sent him away even though Abner had had you know he wasn't had didn't have the most the best reputation but David there had been and peace made between Abner and David. Amen. And so Abner goes away in peace. But if you read before that, there comes a time when Abner is still leading Israel and Joab is leading David's men. And they get this idea, we're going to meet together and we're just going to see who is the mightiest. He said, let's let the young men rise up and play. Amen. We're just going to have a contest around here. It wasn't about overthrowing kingdoms. It, best I can tell. I mean, I, I'm sure that was part of the, the plan, but you understand. Let's just see who's who. And so they meet together. And that day, by the time the day was over, counting Asahel, 380 young men perished that day and there was nothing gained out of it. Amen. They just rose up together to, to appease as this, this conflict got to rise. And you know the story. How Asahel, the brother of Joab, began pursuing after Abner. He began pursuing after him, wanting the status of having Abner's garments and having Abner's weapons and, and that, that, that status that came with defeating, oh, Abner, the mighty warrior. And Asahel thought he was a mighty warrior, boys, but he was no match for Abner. Amen. Abner didn't want to kill the young man. It was not in his desire. He was done. He understood. We have been foolish. I believe that he's in reading what he said. So Abner is going about his way. He is going along the way and he tells, if you just need a feather in your cap, follow one of these young men and take their armor and go your way. But that wasn't the feather he wanted. 
He wanted Abner's weapons. He wanted to take down this mighty man. And he just kept on, kept on. After a while, Abner just turned around with the butt end of his spear and just thrust him through. Pulled it out and he fell to the ground. And the Bible said the men came to him and they just stopped. Confusion. I thought the battle was over. What's, I thought, I thought we'd done fighting. I thought we'd done come to, I thought we'd done come to this truce. What? Amen. So they go on. Hallelujah. And Joab and them is pursuing and finally Abner says something like this, shall the sword devour forever? Are we just going to continually, young man after young man after young man, are we just going to continually, continually be in this place? And finally Joab blows a trumpet and they go back. But I want to tell you, in Joab's mind, it was not over. There was something that had got personal with Joab. And I want to tell you, if there was a safe place for Abner, I understand David said you died as a fool dies. But I want you to understand, Abner should have not had to worry about where he was going. Abner was going to the city of refuge. Abner had made peace with David. Abner had, though he had been in some shady places, he, was, he had gone away. And you know the story Joab calls for him to come back as, as Abner's headed back to Hebron. It looked like it should have been a safe place. I want to tell you, brother and sister, we're coming to camp meeting. Now, I just felt the Lord lay a burden on my heart to tell you this ought to be a safe place. It ought to be a place of brethren and sisters can come together. I'm not saying lay aside our differences as, as when it comes to sin. I'm not saying compromise and accept the world but all I want to tell you it ought to be a place we come together with one mind and one accord we've got young men around here we've got young ladies around here that we have seen enough bloodshed that has been uncalled for amen amen I'm qualified to preach this because I've shed some brother James Amen. I've been like Peter over there. Amen. I missed the whole memo, Brother Jeff. And when the, that principality came after Jesus, I whipped my sword out. And Jesus saying, you don't understand. It's not about the servant, the high priest. It's, that's, you, you missed. You, you're trying to put a face on it. But you missed where the battle was. It's the hour of darkness. It's the principality, the prince of this world. It's his hour. It has been foretold. We're coming to this hour. You're not understanding where the battle is, Peter. Put your sword up. I tried to explain to you. We are needing to pray. We're needing to come to place till God gives you power in the face of this, that you're not overcome with evil, but you overcome evil with evil. No, no, no. You overcome evil with good. See that none render evil for evil. But oh, to understand that armor that protect our heart. Brother and sister, I want to preach to us, especially in the ministry. If you're a minister, if you are a school teacher or a Sunday school class teacher, you know all too well that resistance. And it's so easy. Even Brother Dan, I've, I've heard you teaching Sunday school, enjoying it. Have you felt any resistance? Amen. The devil, he can tell you, they ain't liking that. 
Amen. You teach that. And amen. Maybe no one has come around and cut, you know, joking around. Just they just playing when they said that about it, you know. I'm just playing when I'm picking on you about it. You know, I'm just playing, Uncle Dan. I'm just playing. You know, I heard him getting on that unfaithfulness and missing Saturday night church and Amen. Amen. Oh, Brother Dan. Oh, Holy Dan. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just teasing. It ain't mean nothing by it. Amen. And there's this boy standing over there hearing it. And pretty soon, amen, in the eyes of somebody, it's just that old preacher. He never, it's that old Sunday school teacher. They never say nothing good about me. Everything they ever come. We don't want Micaiah down here uh, preaching to us. He's one of them preachers. Amen. We don't want, amen, so, so sitting around the dinner table. My, I know the preacher had a chip on his shoulder tonight. I know he was throwing that at me. I know he came. I come to tell you, there is such a dangerous place when you get to, get to uh, making that personal and forget that we are not wrestling flesh and blood. In this meeting, you may be loose. You may be charismatic. You may be as lost as a goose in a hailstorm, and there's a place on the altar for you if you're there. But I come to tell you, I've not come to fight against the person tonight. But there is a principality that try to stop the work of God. We are needing to bind together one accord, realizing what we're needing at Dripping Springs is God to move and touch the hearts of men and women, boys and girls, and to break some things. Hallelujah. So we have, oh, Abner died at the city of refuge. Amen. It's such a, it should have been such a safe place. No one should have ever got hurt there. No one should have ever got destroyed there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I preach this a little bit longer? Hallelujah. Y'all's listening good. I feel you helping me. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm pulling. Amen. I, I'm not setting tone for the meeting. I feel like the Lord's got a, another direction. This is where the Lord wants me to start tonight. And this may be all I need to preach. Hallelujah. Amen. But the Bible said that Abner, amen, and Abishai slew, amen, Joab and Abishai slew Abner for Asil's, their brother's sake. Amen. Hallelujah. We ain't forgot. And we've got it stored up somewhere. We've not forgot. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm sorry, even brother, father-in-law, but I've hurt people before in my zeal for the kingdom of God. Amen. I, I'm just, I'm just being honest. I didn't mean to. It wasn't intentional. It wasn't, but sometimes I remember a situation one time I was teaching. Amen, Brother John may remember and he may not. Amen, but he was, he got to, we got to have a meeting and amen, I got to apologize. Amen. And we, you know, I was teaching school and I felt like I was getting, kept getting shoved in the corner. And, and they, I got, they got started getting personal with me and they started and for I knew it, Brother Dan, I responded not trying to exalt the kingdom of heaven, 
I cut them down. Amen. Amen. I, I had enough dirt and I had enough. I knew I could. And I just said, Amen. I, amen. I'm, not, I'm not saying this pushed me in the corner. I'm just saying that's how I felt. I took it personal. Amen. And that person said, and it hurt me. They said, I don't feel like I can hardly get in church because of you. I understood what they're saying. Even that feeling. Even that wasn't what I was wanting to. That wasn't what I was wanting, Brother Todd. I wasn't wanting to, to be such a such a person that they felt like I was scrutinizing them. And I wasn't wanting to, I wasn't wanting to keep them even from feeling like getting in and getting help. I said, I'm sorry. What else you say? I'm sorry. Amen. Hallelujah. Brother Bryce taught school for us, and a situation arose, and he said, what I do? I said, what you do is you apologize. This is what you do. I mean, you, you just apologize. And you mean it. I mean, you don't just do it. Amen. You, sometimes you, you got to do that. Amen. So we read on about, I'm not mean to linger a long time. Amen. I'm not going to end here. Amen. But I got to read about Amasa. You know the story about Amasa. Amen. He was a cousin to Joab. And Amasa and, and, and Joab slew. Amen. Was it Absalom over there when he was told not to? And Joab and David said, Joab, you're not going to be captain of my host no more. Amasa is going to be the captain of the host. Amen. And so we find Amasa. And Amasa now, amen, Joab's been demoted. His stripes have been taken, and we find Amasa wearing Joab's garment. He was a few days late getting back, but that's not why Joab went after him. Amen. Here come Amasa, the stripes. Amen. Wearing Joab's garment, sword girded on his side. It may have been Joab, I don't know. Sword girded on his side. Amen. No, Joab got to watching. You know the story, it fell out. Joab takes the sword and takes Amasa by the beard and said, are you in health, my brother? Amen. He smites him down. He falls to the ground. You know what happened? The same thing. The people come to place that's confused. Are we, I thought we was going after was it son of Bichari? Was it sheep? Who was it over there? Amen. He had, they was chasing him. Amen. I thought we was well. The the former captain just killed the his 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 replacement and drag him out of the way. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, brother. Amen. If God gets to use someone else. And he's not using you. There's probably a reason. Hallelujah. But you know, there's been some great men who've been slain. Amen. Because the Lord gives somebody else their place. Hallelujah. Oh, I come tonight with a burden of my heart. We're coming to meeting. And there's that that gets to work in bitterness. 
envy and strife and jealousy gets to move and sometimes and sometimes people forget even this is not a personal battle it's not a, a that we personify or we make it this principality of person we are not wrestling against flesh and blood but when we get to understanding there's a power that comes you know what the beast reign is going to do and the power that's going to come is going to do he is going to come to try to scatter the power of God's holy people over there in Psalm we read about it how it is when brethren get together in unity it's like that precious oil that's poured out on Aaron's head gets to running down even down the skirts of his garment and I want to tell you what God does God commands a blessing oh I want to tell you somewhere we get to understanding we're not wrestling people tonight we're not wrestling these things that we look amen it may seem like that if this one you don't understand they hurt my feelings they done me wrong they done something else I come to tell you we're not wrestling people tonight hallelujah amen hallelujah amen there's folks out there amen that load up their weapons go down to the sodomite club and kill a bunch of them there's folks who go down to the abortion clinic and blow it up kill them folks amen now that sodomite spirits it, I detest it amen somebody kill newborn babies I detest that but we're not wrestling people tonight we're wrestling a principality we get over here Amen. Get to wrestling each other and fighting each other. You know what's happened? The enemy is running on the rampant. We can get our attention turned until we are smiting one another down. We come to the house of the Lord and fuss and fight and bicker. I want to tell you, amen, it's not the devil. You want to know where wars come from? You want to know where the wrestle comes? It comes from within. From whence comes wars and fightings among you? It comes from within. It comes from that that you are not satisfied with where God has placed you and what God is doing in your life and something is to creeping on the inside and you can't even come and worship God because of that that's hanging over you oh Haman could not even come and enjoy his position Haman could not even come enjoy the place he had been given because Mordecai one person folded all for him something ate on him and he did not realize you're making a foolish choice Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I am but a messenger tonight. Not come to impress you. Amen. I've come with a burden. Hallelujah. Amen. There's preacher's children who's struggling tonight. Amen. You know why? Amen, because somebody took it personal when the man of God, hallelujah, amen. I could ask a congregation tonight, and what feeling do you have when you hear Brother Jeff Sappington? Brother Johnny Don, amen. What feeling, Brother Sammy, Brother Aaron, amen. what feeling you have? Is it kind of like Ahab, that old Brother Sammy? On my case all the time. Hallelujah. Amen. You're not understanding your problems of principality. 
Your problem is that sin you won't turn loose of. Your problem is much deeper than that. Amen. But I come to preach to someone tonight, maybe a preacher's wife, maybe a preacher's child. You're hurt and wounded tonight. Hallelujah. 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 And you got a face in your mind of who done it to your daddy. And you got a face in your mind who done it, amen, to your loved one. Hallelujah. And there's bitterness. And there's something stern on the inside. And your understanding is not a person. It's a principality. Hallelujah. It's that that's trying to drag your soul to hell. That old feeling that gets a stern on the inside. You don't understand what they've done to me. You don't understand they hurt me. The reason I'm struggling is because of that preacher. The reason I'm struggling is because of that deacon. The reason I'm struggling is because of that sister in the church that doesn't know how to stay in her place. You may be exactly right, but you need to understand the sister that can't stay in her place. That's not the problem. It's the principality that's a ruling over her. I come to tell you the sister, it's not the problem. The problem is the principality. Hallelujah. 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 I believe in this meeting. Amen. Someone give me a song. I believe in this meeting. God's want to heal some things. Hallelujah. 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 Is that, amen. Hallelujah. Is that a message of compromise? Say that God would like to heal somebody that's been wounded. Hallelujah. I'm so glad the Lord has reached out when my sword's been too fast and touched them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm glad the Lord has been there. Amen. We're not here rendering evil for evil. Amen. You're supposed to love your enemy because your enemy's not the enemy. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's not the enemy. Amen. They may be fighting against you, but there's something in them. Amen. That's, that's motivating them to war against you. But oh, I want to tell you, when you get bitterness, you get hardness, and some of you say, I will not preach no more. I will not sing no more. I will not teach no more. I'm just going to give up and throw in the towel. I will come to tell you, you're wrestling a principality. It's not a person. You get to understand the weapons of our warfare are mighty through God. It'll bring that down in this service tonight. There's enough power in this house of God tonight to loose the prison bars of some of us held fast by bitterness and by anger and jealousy. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. 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 Where'd you get that wound at? In my house. My friend. Hallelujah. Amen. We went to the house of God together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
And somebody, hallelujah, you have a, amen, the opportunity in this meeting to get bitter or to get better. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But the power of God is here right now. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Not, amen. I'm doing my best to make straight paths for my feet. Amen. That the lame wouldn't be turned out of the way, but that would rather that it would be healed tonight in the house of the Lord. Amen. I am not preaching amiss. Amen. I have all full confidence as I wrestle the principalities of hell. I'm not wrestling people tonight, but I'm here wrestling for your soul. Is there somebody wrestling? You feel like you've been done wrong and you probably have been. You have been hurt and you probably have been. It's probably come from people you would never dream they hurt you, but I come to tell you there's a place to rise above it. There's a place to get a hold of the weapons of God and say, Lord, I don't want to be that man. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, is there an Abigail in the house tonight that would come to David in that place where he said, I'm fixing to go and I'm going to cut off every man that pisses against the wall. We're going to go down and that, that old man, that, old, that, that, that infidel, we've kept his sheep in the wilderness. We have done them no wrong and we've asked for a little bit of substance and he answered us as he's answered us and he said, gird your sword on and they gird their sword on. David was not going down to right wrongs. David was not going down to fight the Lord's battle. David was going to war because he was upset. They had been done wrong. He had been misused and mistreated. He said, we're fixing to go down and destroy every little boy, whether he's ever done a bad thing or not. We're going to go down and destroy every son. We're going to go down and destroy every servant. We're going to go down and just completely wipe them out because this one man done me wrong. But I want to tell you, there come a woman said, don't do this. Don't do this. This man is a man of Belial. Amen. And God's going to use you. And God's going to help you. And don't let it be. I want to be. Don't let it be. Amen. And just a little bit after that, Brother Steve, we find him over there standing in front of Saul, laying asleep. Amen. One of them sons of Zeruah. Amen. His sister from Russia. said, let me no, he'll go into battle. God'll. <laughs> Somebody told him. Hallelujah. Amen. I may be in that stead tonight to tell you. Amen. They'll they'll, they'll just send into battle. It, don't lay your hand. Amen. Hallelujah. I know it feels good to get revenge. I know it feels good. Amen. But the Bible said, rejoice not when thy enemy falls. Don't let it be something you rejoice about. Oh, amen. That, that one I've been out with, their children. Did you hear about their children? My, they've been, I heard one of them slipped out and been drinking. Amen. My, we had that dispute and they wouldn't listen to me. I tried to preach to them and they wouldn't. And now, did you hear about their child? I tried to tell them. Amen. I tried to tell them. I, amen. They wouldn't hear me. Amen. Got just what they deserved. Amen. Died and went to hell. Amen. Teach them to mess with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, no. Amen. There's a peril. Amen. When you start putting faces on it. 
there's a danger. Amen. It gets bitterness in your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You ever been done wrong? Hallelujah. Amen. You probably, amen, you probably never wrestled with bitterness or any of that stuff, being the man you are. Amen. I've wrestled it. Amen. I've seen that face. Even when I've tried to pray. Amen. And it just, I didn't want God to help them. Amen. I didn't want to. Amen. I may be being too transparent, but I wrestled that feeling. Amen. But I remember the man, amen, that done me wrong and understood. Amen. I can get bitter and die like others have, or I somewhere can get a hold of a weapon and rise above this thing. Hallelujah. And so if I've got to fast and pray for that man until God moves for him, I'm needing to be healed. I can't keep going on like this. It's taking my victory. If I ain't careful, it's going to kill my children. If I'm not careful, it's going to taint my ministry. I've got to get a hold of something and get above this. I can't keep talking about it. I can't keep telling about all the wounds and who done me wrong and how I was treated bad and rehearse it for another generation. There are things that have come down from you. I'm not mean to keep holding you, but brother, there are things that have come down from generation to generation to generation to their children and grandchildren don't even know why they don't like the man of God but it's just something has been passed down to them hallelujah 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 we're not needing another slain in the house of God. Hallelujah. We're not needing another slain. Hallelujah. This ought to be a safe place for the dentist to come and bring your family. Ministers come. Pastors come and leave their church. They'll come this weekend. They'll bring their family to camp meeting, brother, trying to get help for their children, trying to get help for their families, trying to get strength for their soul to go back and face their congregation and go back and face the, the powers of hell. They wrestle. This is the last place they're needing. A sword stuck into the fifth rib. Brother, we ought to support the weak. Somewhere to say, brother, I may not agree with where you're going. I'm man enough to teach tell you, you're going astray. You need to pull in the reins a little bit. You're going the wrong direction. There's nothing wrong faithful or the wounds of a friend. But I come to tell you, there is something when that feeling is turned and out of animosity and out of revenge and out of self-serving, we smite to the ground with a fist of wickedness. I want to tell you, brother, it ought not be. Hallelujah. And Brother Sam, amen, they have dedications. Is that, is that a secret or amen? Or not dedication? Amen. Ordination service. We're going to dedicate the babe to the Lord in the ministry. Hallelujah. Amen. You just forgive me. Sometimes I, my words get all tangled up. I know what I was talking about, anyways. You may not have a clue, but amen. Hallelujah. Amen, Brother. Sam, one of the qualifications of a bishop, you can't be a striker. You got to suck it up and turn the other cheek. Amen. There's going to be times, 
I'm still young, you understand. I'm, I'm, I'm still just kind of on that novice level. But there's going to come time, Brother Sam, amen, when you're going to have the weapon to completely destroy that man or that woman. You're going to have the information you need to just cut them to the ground. But then you're going to look at their children. You're going to look at their wife. And you're just going to suck it up. You may leave the confrontation bleeding, but you're going to crawl over somewhere and say, Lord, heal it. But I'll not lift my hand up against them. And when it goes, like I told him it's going to go, I'm not going to gloat in the fact that I told you so. It's not personal. It's just a principality. Hallelujah. You know, the only thing holding you back in this service is just principalities. It's not your neighbor. Amen. It's principalities. But oh, if we can get the battle focused at tonight on these altars and get to say, Lord, I want to tear the devil's kingdom down. I want to pray until that power that I am wrestling with has to bow. God will make you a new sharp threshing instrument. Amen. I don't know all about that scripture, but here the other day, I was praying and thinking about it. I'd always thought God was going to make me I threshed an instrument with me, like beat the mountain to dust. That's how I always thought about that scripture, and that may be how it is, but amen. But the Lord got to show him, no, I'm going to make you a new sharp threshing instrument that you can thresh with. Hallelujah. Till you can, and you may have a mountain before you. You don't know how you're going to beat it, beat it down. But I want to tell you, God can make you a brand new weapon in this meeting. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, you can thresh that mountain. You can beat it like dust and come out on the other side victorious saying, I got over it on a Monday night. That bitterness I've been wrestling for years. Hallelujah. I'm not just mean to hold you. I hope, I hope I haven't over-preached or I'm mean to get. But I come to tell you, amen, how about it, preacher's wife? How about it, preacher's daughter? How about it, amen, that you've been wrestling with? Amen, it's sometimes it's preacher's wives that wrestle more than preachers. Us preachers, you know, we understand you've got to be thick-headed and thick-skinned sometimes. It seems like being the ministry God to give you a thick forehead against some of the things you wrestle against. But that wife of yours that hears and knows the things you're wrestling against and sees them things that are not being done right and nobody knows about it. Sometimes that sister gets that feeling, gets to wrestle bitterness down deep inside because somebody and people have been used of God. But I come to tell you, sister, it's not the person. It's the principality. It's the power that's trying to get your attention diverted. But somewhere in this meeting, we get focused back where the adversary is. There is a weapon God has for us to tear down every stronghold. Hallelujah. I've done my best to preach to us tonight. Sing when you're ready. Hallelujah. How about it tonight? Hallelujah. God's got a weapon of this meeting. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's got a weapon. Have you been wounded? Are you wrestling bitterness? Amen. Somebody is. Hallelujah. Somebody's wrestling a personal, a personal beef. Hallelujah. Amen. But the Lord is here tonight. Sam, put your sword up. 
and lay it down and pick up a different weapon, a spiritual weapon. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Now I want to say, Brother Dan, keep on teaching on faithfulness over Cunningham. Hallelujah. There's power in that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And brother over there where you're preaching, keep on preaching about worshiping God. Preach that again and again and again. And keep holding it, Brother John. I know the powers are there. And we're not wrestling flesh and blood, Brother Aaron. But in this meeting, in this meeting, Oh, I believe the power of God is going to give someone power to prevail over something you've been wrestling with. Saying, I don't mean to just keep holding you. These altars are open. I want to stroke. Bring your gift to the altar. And remember your brother has a heart against you. Go to him. And be reconciled. 